yesterday evening at his residency, but that was not to be the case. And not only was it not to be the case, but it was very misleading because there are no indications of where he is at. So for them to spend that much time and effort cornering off a location and not being able to make an assessment, an accurate assessment ahead of time, causes one to wonder, do they want to catch him? And why, why would I ask that question? Well, let's take a look at who the FBI is taking orders from. They're taking orders from not just their director. The director is taking orders from the Department of Justice, who is taking orders from Gar- Merrick Garland, who is taking orders from Joe Biden. Okay? What is their primary objective in this administration? They've already demonstrated it. I mean, I know people are going to get upset about me saying this, but build the facts are the facts. Facts are the facts. Every policy that they have implemented has tried to destroy and crush America and bring it down from its world dominance to make it a third world country. Right. It's hard to do that, Bill, when you have an armed populace. Uh One of the things they have not been very successful at doing is being able to get guns away, get gun legislation, gun control. They keep trying, they keep trying. They get these active shooter cases. What do they do? They immediately run to the podium. There it goes. Why would anybody need such a firearm? Uh, we have got to ban these things immediately. They need to be banned by 5 o'clock this afternoon. This has been no exception. So they use these events every single time to press that guns need to be banned. They've never once said that it's the people pulling the trigger that need to be dealt with and held accountable. Right. They kind of throw a few breadcrumbs out there by saying, oh, yeah, we also need to uh, make sure mentally ill people don't get them. Well, well let's, I mean, let's talk about that now. This sure. dude was, was in a mental health facility. I, my presumption Correct. is he was involuntarily committed. Correct. And it's not like the 72-hour hold that most of these states have a statute, of that of one type or another, two weeks. Right. He was he was in there for two weeks. Uh, you think we'll find out what they put him in there for and what their uh, analysis of them or or, or uh, his uh, prognosis or what, what they no, decided he had? Will. will we find that out? We know it. Talk about we as a law enforcement, but I don't think that'll become public. You say why? Because again, you see the point I'm driving. They're yeah. using law enforcement activities to drive a narrative. Well, we don't want you to know what kind of mental illness he has. Why do I say that? Because, remember, this is not the first time they have proposed what we call the red flag laws. What is a red flag law? There's a suspicion of mental illness. You get your firearm taken away. Now, what did they do? Remember, they pushed this legislation a number of times. never passed. They pushed it. Okay, It has passed in some cities, Democratic-controlled cities, I might add. But what do you, when you look at that legislation, what do they mean when they say mental illness? They don't define it. Here's what they have actually done with mental illness. If I don't like you, Bill, I can call the sheriff and say, I think Bill's crazy. So they immediately <laughs> go to your home, Bill, all right? Yeah. They say, there is an okay, this is true, there's a complaint that you are, you know, mentally unstable. Give me your guns. And they have the right under this legislation that they were to get through to take your guns right then and there. You say, that's not fair. Well, then they come back and say, well, yeah, it may not be fair, so we're going to give you the right to petition a court date, 
go talk to a judge, bring an attorney, bring a mental health counselor if you need to, whatever you need to do. And then if we're wrong, we'll give them back to you. Okay. Uh, why should you have your Second Amendment rights taken away without probable cause? Just because I think you're crazy doesn't mean anything. No. But you see now the point is they don't want to define. You ask, well, we know what the definition of mental illness is. Well, you take a look at this particular example. And if they say he's bipolar or, you know, he's schizophrenic, whatever, then people will say, well, if those are the kind of people we're trying to make sure don't have firearms, and I'm not saying that they should have firearms, then that's what we need to define in the bill. If you're schizophrenic, if you're diagnosed, or etc., you can't own a firearm. They don't want that because, remember, their goal is to take all firearms away. So they'd rather have it broad for me just to be able to say you're crazy, in my opinion, and be able to take them away and make you fight to get them back then they would have to prove that there's a particular illness with you to give them the justification to take it away. Well, I, I you know, they, they always use this as like another step on the ladder to try to ascend to their gun control thing. And I, I'm beginning to wonder how many of these guys are detected and just left alone because they, we know that they know about them. Right. And, and uh, we know that they have history and they have knowledge of these people. And yet, uh, I would have thought that he would have been a prohibited person, even in Maine, to to, to possess a gun if he had been committed. You would put it this way. Not only that, but when that alert should have been filed with DOD and the FBI, this guy started to shoot up a, a uh, National Guard base. Yeah. That would have, should have been the end of it. I mean, you know, boom. They should have immediately acted on that and, you know, made the assessment. And that would have been there would have been a shooter active shooter incident to begin with. Yeah, I mean, but it yeah. makes you wonder where are they coming from? Because you tied in another question. So how long how long is it going to take for us to get him? Well, that kind of depends on the motivation you've got to secure the criminal, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, right now he's got neighbors coming out saying he's in the woods. He could hide in the woods and they would never find him and all this other stuff. He also apparently bought a a, a thermal scope for his his weapon. So. Right. That could that could get very exciting for law enforcement going in there to get them. But they got a lot of people in there and everything, but I'm about to run out of time. You can check out Michael at American Thinker. Go look for his byline, Michael Letts, L-E-T-T-S. Um, he'll be joining us here from time to time just because, well, I like the things he does and talks about. Thank you for joining me today, sir. Thank you, Bill. God bless you. God bless America. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Democratic Party cannot continue in the way that it's going. That's it. Some things are inevitable. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. There are some that would say this was a love song, but that would be a very distorted view of this particular one. But it is great. No doubt about it. Trent Reznor. Yes, sir. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. You understand, of course, that the Democrat Party is not a homogenous entity. At all. They are a they they are, you know, they they've they've come together, a bunch of left wing factions, and they're overwhelmingly dominated by the smallest, loudest radical element. And that is the avowed anti-Semitic and racist American Marxist. But the largest group and underpinning of the party is the credulous, patronizing, and narcissistic liberals who, in, in their naive minds, they willfully get together with these guys. 
with themselves, with any group violently opposed to conservatives and Republicans because they think that's what they're supposed to do. They live in their cocoon. I think, have we got to open mic again? They live in their cocoon among the like-minded. They, they choose to ignore the Marxists' infiltration of their party as well as their intention to transform America into the socialist paradise. And they don't understand what's going to happen to the elites that are out there because even the, the socialist Marxists themselves will be devoured by the monsters they're creating. We can see this by their very, very stupid celebration of the premeditated slaughter of men, women, and children in Israel. And many of these gullible fools have been shocked at how many young people have been indoctrinated in our educational systems and the depth of anti-Semitism that has its home now in the Democrat Party. And uh, so many of the so-called educated elites fail to understand that their American Marxist allies are the worst kind of people on the planet. They fully accept Karl Marx's belief that Jews are part and parcel of the oppressor class and has to be eradicated. And he further amplified this position in an essay published in 1844 titled On the Jewish Question. And he wrote, money is the jealous God of Israel in, in face of which no other God may exist. And he argued that in the final analysis, the emancipation of the Jews is the emancipation of mankind from the Jews. So in other words, Jews can only become free when they no longer exist. That's pretty racist, you have to admit. Now, the current American melange of uh, the Marxist-inspired activist and the narcissist, not that much different nowadays from uh, Karl Marx and their racist and anti-Semitic outlook. All of this began during the civil rights movement and the Vietnam War protests of the 60s. And now these radicals are the dominant force in the nation's culture, education, and governing class. They run it all. And uh, after eight years of... Uh, uh, let's go to the phones. Never Trumper. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, yes, uh, you, you were kind of uh, labeling the Democratic Party as the anti-Semitic party. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? No, that's definitely what you're hearing. Okay. So I'm uh, clear on that. Why, why do you think uh, U.S. Jews overwhelmingly, both Orthodox and the modern uh, uh, section faction overwhelmingly favored Democrats uh, back in 2020 heavily voted for Biden are you still there did you go away what happened there you are I, I haven't got a clue as to why that why they do that but then again I haven't I got a clue as to why any of them take any of the positions they have and back any of the people they back because they all get consumed in the end by the same monsters they create the same monsters who creates? That the leftists create. What what kind of monsters are these? I'm I'm kinda lost. Antifa? BLM? Hamas? You the think squad. that the Democrats create um, Hamas? 
I don't think the Democrats create Hamas. They back them, though. They absolutely back them. They're with them. They, 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 they back. See, this is this is exactly why I think that the Jews generally vote for Democrats. It's because they've been persecuted over the years for so long, and they see the Republicans as being the persecuting party versus the Democrats. And you know this how? You know this how? Because of their uh, voting. Unless you just say they're all stupid. That would no. be the only explanation. And that's no, not true. I, no, you know that, it and I know it. Well, I'm going to tell you what I know. Uh, I know that 2.2 million Jewish people live in, in New York City, and I know that they all vote uh, Democrat. And if you look and at a New York, Jews, if you look at a New York Republican and bring him down here, he doesn't look like a Republican. It a lot of it has to do just with the environment they're coming up in and what they live in and what they know. Yeah, but it's not just uh, New York City. It's also the Jews that live in Boston and the Jews that live in Portland, Oregon, and Atlanta. And all of all, all, all of these population centers that are run by Democrats. Yeah, I got you. You just you're making my point. Thanks. Greenville? I don't Are think they? Greenville's run by Democrats. Oh, so I all of the I... Jewish people in Greenville back the Democrats? Not all of them. Well, you're... the majority of well, them. Well, I'm sure. Well, I mean, and you know this how? You know this how about Greenville? Because of because uh, of uh, polling coming out of the Greenville papers. Okay. They, they do plenty of polling. Okay. And I'm sure you've uh, you've also read it. Well, I don't. I just don't. I never. I never. I never put any a lot of stuff in polls, even when they come down on my side. So, do you believe that that possibly the Jews do not generally vote Democratic? That maybe they really vote uh, a Republican because of Antifa, BLM, Hamas, and all of that, and all the polls are wrong? I believe, I believe that the overwhelming majority of them, in, because they all live in the population centers in the United States, probably vote Democratic. Hmm. Don't sit there and ponder. You know, this is talk radio. we got to talk while we're on talk radio. So, all right. are we done? I, I just, I just, I just, uh, yeah, sure. It, it's just, it's, it's not it's not logical what you're saying that you you have lots of other groups of uh, people that live in high populations let, let me ask you a question that, name name one people. left name one leftist cause that is good for humans name one leftist cause that is good for humans uh social security that's a leftist cause sure it is and, but that it's it's also it's also it's also one it's also uh, an unfunded liability now, isn't it? it? Hasn't really been managed right. Certainly. Right. Certainly. I mean, and, yeah, and who's can, been in, who's been in charge of the government for most of the time since then? Leftist cause. That's that's not. I, I'm not talking about uh, that particular kind of thing. I'm talking about some of the things they want to do today. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Well, I tell you what. Take 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 it on the road, laughable. I've run out of time since you're you're out there and you're you're picking at stuff and everything. And I'll address all of this stuff when we get back. Uh, yep. This is News Talk ninety eight nine W O R D.
All right. Got to address a few points just because, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm constrained by time. You know, never Trumper rolls in here. He's always got these little points he wants to make and everything. He made the point that Social Security is one of these big things that they did. Well, Social Security was put together by the Democrats, no doubt about it. And uh, here's the thing. The United States Congress does not operate under this idea where there's a lockbox. So whenever they see a bunch of money accumulating somewhere, they start genu- generating IOUs. In the Social Security lockbox, there's a $2.7 trillion IOU. Now, we currently have people, 181 million people earning money out of Social Security. And they pay payroll taxes on these earnings. Those are the ones paying in. Total cost of the program was about uh, $1.2 trillion. And it consisted of $1.1 trillion in non-interest income and $66 billion in interest earnings. So each year, they pay out $1.4 trillion in benefits. So the United States government owes Social Security more than they pay out. So that's not that bad yet. But it could get, the, the you know, when it's all part of this one big debt bucket that they have, that nearly $34 trillion that they've got involved in that, do you ever think they intend to go honor that IOU? Now, as far as looking at, you know, it's not just the Jewish people. Black America votes with Democrats or have for a very long time. And here's the thing. The Democratic Party is against the self-interest of anybody in the United States today. I don't care what anybody says. They're not out there to save Gaia. They're not out there to make sure your children don't commit suicide or any of this other nonsense. Name for me. Where's the Republican? Where's the you know? Where's the young college uh, Republicans out there saying? Where's where's the Death to Israel organization out there from 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 the young college Republicans? Where are the Republican rioters? And don't give me January 6th because that wasn't even a riot. That was more like a guided tour. Everything happening right now today that is violent is leftist. I don't care what you say. This guy in Lewiston, the reason he slipped through the cracks is because he was. it was designed for the cracks to be there in the first place. Now, if on the other hand, he, he defended something, I don't know what would have, would have happened in Maine, but I know what would have happened in all these population centers because they're trying to do away with self-defense too. They want to do away with self-defense and cars and gas stoves and all these other things. They think they can ban their way to a utopia. And along the way, if you lose a few rights and you have to start eating crickets, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But, you know, the leftists... Antifa, who they, let me be correct, and I'll be very exact about this. Antifa did not get created by the leftists. They created the KKK. BLM did not create get created by the leftists. But all of these people that did these things, that they back, they absolutely back these things. They do not condemn them. They don't go after them. They don't say that they should all be shut down and eradicated, which they should be. Antifa is a vicious little squad of little 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 boys in their little black block. And some little girls too. And if they get you in a position where they have an advantage over you, they will tear you apart. 
given time. They will do all manner of things to you simply because they think you should get it. Just ask Andy Ng how that goes, or Andy Go, or however you pronounce his last name. We've seen it. Now, they're all soy boys for the most part, but now they're starting to show up armed and they're LARPing around with all their little little kit on and everything else. And uh, one day, they're actually going to run into something that they have not anticipated. And that will be, uh, on a sort of a morbid way, it's going to be very entertaining for people like me to see that happen. But, you know, lots of people, they will, they will, they will faint over what happens there. Right now, the Democrats, and listen, I'll be even with this. Republicans are not that much better. Uh, they don't ever get out there. What we need to see out of the Republicans, if they get into power next time, is they need to pull some of the, start pulling this back. They need to make this recede. Not just sit there and say, well, we're not going to do any of this anymore. We're just going to sit. You can't sit. They don't have the luxury of sitting. But uh, getting out there and, uh, you know, if you want if you want the argument to be that the Democrats are not anti-Semitic, show me where the Republicans are that are. Because who are all these kids that I see out here? Who are they aligned with? Who are they being educated by? Well, they're being educated by, uh, you know, the educational system that is completely indoctrinational and doesn't really teach little Johnny or little Sally how to read or write, but it does teach them how to be a victim. And that's the thing. Everybody's a victim, so everybody's got to get a little revenge. They all want their pound. And when they come out and they got the chip on their shoulders, they're just not going to, you know, they're not going to be very productive citizens. So I, I just find that, find that interest. And I mean, to the point, I mean, the point he's making is valid. He's saying that all these people vote this way, but it's not in their self-interest to vote that way. For the sake of the argument, simply to say this, I, I will put it this way. Uh, anybody that is an American, whether they are black or white or plaid or beige, whether they are Jewish, orthodox, you know, unorthodox, uh, Protestant, Baptist, whatever it is, wherever they've come from, if they are a naturalized American citizen and they are a, an American, they say to themselves, to everybody out there, I am an American. I don't care what they look like. I don't, you know, one of the good things about doing the thing and hanging out with veterans is, you know. Veterans show up, you know. There was a German veteran that showed up this past Wednesday. There was a, there were some black veterans that showed up this past week. Some older, you know, of course, Vietnam veterans that showed up. Law enforcement that showed up. Americans, all Americans. That's it. That's all. That's it. I don't play this game. The only reason I play the game about the Democrats is because the Democrats are all about ID politics, and they get out there and they're throwing this stuff all around all the time. And then they send them out to do violence because they're victims. Texas has got uh, Texas has come out with something about the electric vehicle that I find sort of interesting. You might as well. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Here we go. It is getting time to lurch into the weekend, and I always like that. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. 
Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. One thing I want to tell you, go to 989WORD.com. Click on the store and join me in Team Hell No by getting some of the colors. Get the shirts, get the hats, get the coffee mug. I can identify you then. I know. I know that you're my brethren, my sisters. I'm just looking to identify you. Join me with this if you would be so kind. The electric vehicle industry is having a hard time right now, even with all of the subsidies and the grants and the backroom deals. Can you imagine what would happen if they actually had to put something together that was designed to sell on its own merit and produce their own wealth instead of running off of ours? Because that's all taxpayer dollars, too. And... Some of the big three automakers are going to diminish their electric vehicle output because they have now seen that there's a need to make these to where they're profitable. And they also see that there's a slowing demand for consumers. And that's because some of these electric cars will last for a bit, even though, you know, you're working off of this, uh, this charge thing. The whole charging thing is the thing that would make me nervous. But um, right now there is not... You know, it's it's not one of these things that everybody's just dying for. They're just not jonesing for it. It's not like a, you know, the Ford F-150 pickup truck, which I drive. Now, which they're even sitting now for some reason. Recently, the Texas Public Policy Foundation put together a, an analysis by energy experts Jason Isaac and Brent Bennett. And in, in the description, energy experts is in quotation marks. So, uh. I, I don't know exactly what that means, So, but we get this. According to the TPPF report, the average model year 2021 EV would cost approximately $48,698 more to own over a 10-year period with a staggering $22 billion in taxpayer-funded handouts that the government provides to electric car manufacturers and owners. This factors in federal fuel efficiency programs, electrical grid strain, and direct state and federal subsidies. They're, the price of these things and the what, what it takes to support them, that price is already through the roof. Uh, one EV tech outlet asserted that between Biden's two biggest accomplishments, and I say that very sarcastically, the Infrastructure Reinvestment Act, uh, Jobs Act of 2021, and the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022, put that number at $100 billion. So in total, the $100 billion for which the EVs are eligible for uh, represents nearly 30 times the total EV funding awarded by the U.S. government to date. Nearly 30 times the amount of money doled out to date for a consumer product. Now, you, you remember, when the, you remember when, the, uh, when the Chicago mayor was saying, maybe we need to have government stores. This is what a government store would look like, where they're having to, <laughs> where they're having to pay you to take the stuff. And no matter how much it costs, they're going to pay you to take the stuff, no matter how much it drains the drains the coffers. Now, if the energy experts in Texas are right, that means each car is costing almost 50000 more than they're telling us over a 10-year period, which obviously works out to about $5,000 a year. Now, I don't know about all of the details that you know account for all of this, but it's certainly a relevant point. The U.S. dollar is losing its value at an astonishing rate this would probably be even higher. Now, one such cost included in the analysis is the, quote, socialized cost, end quote, of charging stations. The extra strain on the grid amounts to around $12,000 uh, $12, of the extra 50 k 
which is shouldered by the utility rate payers and taxpayers, who naturally don't own a recharged car. <laughs> We're the ones paying for it. We get socked with it, but we don't own any of this. And uh, we get this from Fox. It's not an overstatement to say that the federal government is subsidizing EVs to a greater degree than even wind and solar gener power generation and embarking on an unprecedented endeavor to remake the entire American auto industry. And despite these massive incentives, EVs are getting a very tepid response from the majority of Americans who cannot shoulder their higher cost. See, it's not that the cars aren't cool. They're very cool. Unless they have the thermal runaway battery happen, then they get pretty hot. But uh, they're not—they're uh, not so cool as to make up for this extra, extra cost. And see, the free market is supposed to be in charge of this. You bring this idea or product, and if it when it gets in the market, if it doesn't bring enough of a benefit to enough of the population for a cost that we can afford then those products are meant to die and will. But, just like the news where they keep trying to perpetuate something that isn't really newsworthy, it's a nothing burger. Thanks to the government, particularly a socialist gov Democrat government, stupidity and failure are virtues. So as the leeches they are, they continue to suck the money out of the United States. While Europe, on the other hand, is going in a different direction. The only way they could possibly make this is they have to start building nuclear power plants today. That's the only way to make this happen. If they want to have, they can't have electric cars and wind and solar as the sole means of energy production. They're going to have to find a way to make electricity that we can afford to do. And they seem completely unwilling to go that route. And it's it's just nuclear, you know, it's it's uh, I'm sure the carbon footprint wouldn't be any worse than these batteries would to begin with. Just not going to do it though. Hey. That's a leftist for you. This is News Talk 989 WORD the voice of the Carolinas.